When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a morning we have working. We're an hour in and just getting better. Dan's on London time, so candidly, the show ended six hours Leap ago. Leap is because of the death. Who said it? Uh, uh, you just did. It's uh, Comedy Alive. It's a rap song. By who? Weezy said it. Nas said it. My God. Weezy too. Embarrassing. It was Nas. And the it game. was Weezy. Uh, we're brought to you by Greg Gers. We're jam-packed. Rex will give a, a, a detailed explanation of all that a little bit later. Let's start at the finish of our Sunday in the Nas. NFL. Game of the night last night in Buffalo. Bills hosting the Packers. Buffalo, a prohibitive favorite. Does Aaron Rodgers have anything for Josh Allen? We'll find out early. It's his defense who needs something because Allen is tough to bring down. But you can't do this on third down and long against Josh Allen. He wants that. He invites it. He gets outside of the pocket and he takes a big shot. Ooh. Does not matter. Oh. He is six foot five. 350 pounds. I get it. <laughs> can't let him get hit like that too often, but one way or another, he keeps this play alive and finds Dawson Knox. Yeah, right. Attack, attack, attack. Keep your eyes up, and then Dawson Knox, stay away from me. Gives me the option to throw you the football. And then he's got his great weapon on the outside, Stefan Diggs. RC talked about this one. You get one-on-one versus Roger Douglas. You get the cut split out and up. Hold the free safety. Perfect throw. 14-0 Buffalo. Now, Roger's looking for an answer. The rookie, Romeo Dobbs. This is a great catch. This is an awesome catch. He He's turned to the inside. You see him flip his head around, catches the football with his head, able to get his feet down. This is the type of plays that Aaron Rodgers has been looking for from his young wide receiver. It was 14-7, two minutes to go in the half. Buffalo, red zone, Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, McKenzie makes really two guys miss in the open field, freezes the defensive back's feet. First to the pylon. Third quarter. Packers are down 17, but they're in the scoring area. Rex, this is big Bob Tunyon for the touchdown. But wait, yeah. they're going to call this offensive pass interference. Is it a good call? Yeah, of course it is. We finally got a call against an offensive guy. But clearly, you can't just throw the guy out of the club. Matt, Matt, <laughs> no white shoes! Matt LaFleur doesn't like the call. Touchdown comes off the board. That sets up this. Third and 13. No go. Packers kick a field goal. They're down two touchdowns. Rodgers frustrated. Now, fourth quarter. They're going for it on a fourth down. Dan, what happens on this short yard? Vaughn Miller, Von Miller just says, hey, I'm the best player on the field, and I'm just going to collapse the right side of your offensive line. Watch him. Right tackle versus Vaughn Miller. Just awesome. Game over. I mean, play over for, for the best pass rusher in football to do that as a run stopper, man. Like, that's that's ridiculous. What He's an alien. And just incredible. So it's 27-10, and then we got a tip, and we got a pick. It's Matt Milano. And that's all she wrote. 27-17, the final score. Aaron Rodgers afterwards looking for answers. I think that the most important thing is to take a beat uh, after frustration like this. Um, the last thing you want is to respond in emotion. So take a beat. Let it sit. Um, there's not a whole lot to say after the game that's really going to you know, spark the team. Not a whole lot to say, Rex. I mean, I just love it because, wait a second, Aaron, for six, seven weeks now, you've been trying to spark that team, yeah. and now he's going to you know, take the exact opposite. And I love the fact he is, Greeny, because you know why? It hadn't worked, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe he's right to you know, sit back. Into, but the way he came out is if 
he hasn't been trying to do that the entire time. It's hilarious. Well, maybe, R.C., the answer is he has tried everything yeah. he can think of. And what he's finally figuring out here, and it's got to be a tough realization, is we're just not good enough. Yeah, we, in, and in my terms, we ain't got it. Yeah. Right. Aaron Rodgers has yeah. believed in himself yeah. ultimately because he's always shown that he could play his part. He could play his role. He could elevate the people outside of him. But he can't do that with this team. He can't block. He can't pass protect. He can't diagram plays that give him opportunities to push the football down the field, whether it be intermediately so we can get yards after the catch, yeah. or if we could throw the ball over the top. They can't do any of those things offensively, and they're also not sitting on the sideline going, you know what? My defense is going to make a play. We're going to get a sack fumble. They're going to put us in position to get a short field. They're going to put points on the board. None of the things that the Green Bay Packers have been the last three years are they this year. And Aaron Rodgers has tried everything but acceptance. Yeah. And sometimes acceptance is the best way to move forward. Now that he's accepted it, how do you lead this team now, Aaron Rodgers, to at least get them to play well enough to put you in the wild card hunt? Most, most severely overestimated roster in the NFL right now. Yeah, I overestimated this roster. I thought it was going to be no. much, much no. better, top to bottom. Well, Listen, they, don't they got... Him, no, they don't need him because they just keep getting better and yeah, better. Yeah, because they got Aaron Rodgers. So by All the end the of the year, they get. Don't worry about this it. Is no, it's nice. Relax. This is not nice. Dan is are we acknowledging doing the error Dan. of his ways. Are we Go ahead, Dan. A, are we doing a Giants Seahawks segment? <laughs> okay, yeah. um, ooh, ooh, no, like ooh. they got they got eight, you know nine first and second round picks on defense. I think part of this watching Aaron post game was realizing we're not as good and we can't get out of our own way. And that's a hard feeling for a player to stand there because they have so many just mistakes that they can control. Here's a perfect example. All right, it's fourth down. Aaron Jones is getting locked up at the line of scrimmage in the slant. Sammy Watkins is running a flat route into him. It's fourth and three on the opening drive. You had a good drive going. Both you guys are getting hemmed up in man coverage. This time, how many times do I have to come on national television and show a screen for the Green Bay Packers? They got three guys out there. Buffalo's got one. Can someone block them? Nope, nobody does. <laughs> if one guy gets that block, it's a big play. Here's another clip of not being able to. This is a good run now on the perimeter. You get Aaron Jones on on the edge. I got two guys lead blocking versus Matt Milano and Edmonds. I just need you guys to go get your people. We got bodies on the ground, and both of their guys are standing up. So you sit there, and if you're Aaron Rodgers, and I've talked about this for about a month right now. Like, they're, they're one guy away every play. And you guys notice, like, oftentimes that gives you hope. It gives you optimism, right? Because you're like, if we can get those plays right. together, we'll click. It's just not happening right now. It's always one guy away. You, you know, the crazy thing, like, I was encouraged by Green Bay mm. in this game. Why? Even though they got beat by double digits. Uh, number one, they kept the scoring down against the best offense in, in the league. All right? Uh, we know the two bad interceptions. But they ran the football. Hey! Hey, there's an idea. But, but Rex, here's run my thing football. off of that. And I, I'm with you, Rex, but there's nothing that comes off of that run for this offense no, right not, now. You know what I'm saying? No, I, of course I understand. But if you're sitting back thinking we're going to do it the old Packer way, we can't. We've got to change something. They're the second most efficient rushing attack in the National Football League. So, you know me, I'm a big analytics guy <laughs> and all that type of stuff. Like I'm looking at it, run the football. And, 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 and because – you can't throw the ball outside. The number is the craziest thing I've ever seen. But to try to get some separation with, with the receivers, these young receivers, I think it's easier off a of play action than it is in drop. Totally agree. And other piece is this. Like, when you look at this team, 
a lot of times you can come into a season with an assumption of what you're going to be, and then once you realize what you are, that's the team you have to play with. That's the cards sure. that you were dealt. This isn't a two-back running team anymore. This is Aaron Jones's running team, and A.J. Dillon needs to spell him when Aaron Jones needs to <coughs> be spelled. And when you look at the outside, okay, now how can we be more creative? And, Dan, you've been talking about that for weeks. They're not, unless they trade for someone, like you said they should, they're not going to get better on the outside. Yeah. So what is Matt LaFleur going to do from a play yeah. design perspective to help that one player away. Well, that brings us to our next point. I know a lot of you are just joining us here off the top of this hour, but we've been on since 8 o'clock this morning Eastern time. And what the point that has been made here is that the best team in the AFC is the team, and this is not a coincidence, that went out and made an aggressive move for a receiver. They traded for Stephon Diggs. The best team in the NFC, and this is not a coincidence, <coughs> they made an aggressive move. They went out and traded for a receiver in A.J. Brown, who had three touchdowns yesterday. So, the NFL trade deadline is tomorrow, 4 yeah. o'clock Eastern time. What do the Packers need to do? They have to go get a difference-making wide receiver. If yeah. they don't, it, it's, yeah. there's no way that I can sit here and tell people that they're a legit championship-contending football team. I'm at that point. And, and they, I don't know if there's an A.J. Brown or a Stephon Diggs, but I know there's a D.J. Moore. I know there's an Elijah Moore. I know there's a Brandon Cooks. There's two yeah. ways, RCU, Rex, you guys know this. There's two ways to get guys open in the NFL. You got a dude. Those are your A.J. Browns. Those are your OBJs. If he's healthy, put him on that list or play action pass. Yeah. So the, the reality for this, Greeny, is this. If they're not going to go get a receiver, then you have to become a play action pass oriented football team, which you haven't been in seven weeks. Right. So I don't think you're going to become that. You have to go get a receiver it, 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 un, unless you're sitting there going season's done. And, but unfortunately, that's never been the MO of this football team, mm -hmm. of this organization. And, you know, here's the crazy thing. Have you ever had a trade – that was horrible for both teams. Like trading Devontae Adams was horrible for Green Bay. Yeah. And it certainly looks horrible the, for the Raiders. It's one of the few breakups, though, where nobody wins. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like nobody, yeah, nobody upgrades. <laughs> so, how about this? What if they make a trade by the deadline tomorrow and the Packers go get Devontae Adams? That's what I'm saying. I don't even care. The exact same compensation. We're going to give it to you. Yeah. Just, just let's undo what we did because Devontae Adams had nothing yesterday and the, the Raiders did not score any points. And the Packers have missed him yeah. like no one has missed anyone in the NFL in recent memory. It would be hilarious if that actually happened because all of a sudden it would be like, oh, hey, watch out, Minnesota. Here come Green Bay again. It's actually <laughs> kind of funny. If, if they call each other and, and who says no? Like, who is it that says no to this deal? Yeah, let me be very clear, though. They are not a Devontae Adams away from becoming an elite offense again. Right now their offensive line stinks. Now, do I think they can get there with a better perimeter player? Absolutely. Oh. You agree with that? You're good. You do it now. Listen, I know, know Devontae <laughs> want to go back, and I know Aaron Rodgers wishes like hell the trade was never made. Make it happen. You still have the compensation, man. Let's move forward and be happy. No. But 4 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow. You hey, guys. Green Bay, get it done as we <laughs> you continue. Guys are unreal, man. How about them Cowboys? No, Zeke? No problem. The D and Big D Sunday stood for dazzling display. You will see it all coming up. Plus, fly, eagle fly. A.J. Brown becoming the most unstoppable force in football. Can anybody beat Philly? We'll answer all your questions as we get up on this Monday on ESPN. Come on, get up. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Back on Get Up with some eye candy. Hey, RC, how about D-Hop one-handed? Listen, he doesn't wear 3XL gloves Eater. for no reason. This is the off-hand, it's the left-hand. It's a great catch. This is actually good coverage. And the only reason you throw this ball is because you know who D-Hop is. He puts it in a perfect spot that's actually uncatchable, and D-Hop just makes it catchable. He didn't even bother hey, it. Hey, he's somewhere down there. That thing, I'm talking about, it's stuck to his hands like fly to sticky paper. He has more one-handed <laughs> touchdown catches than anyone in the league since we started counting that. Meanwhile, speaking of touchdown catches, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles taking on the Steelers. A.J. Brown on the other end, get used to hearing that. You know how confident you are as a quarterback when you got a guy that'll go, to go? against Mika Fitzpatrick. Okay. Like, let, let, yeah. let me go high point this ball over Mika Fitzpatrick. Big I got play. you. Okay, yeah. Our go. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll see you later. Okay, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Yeah, okay, cool. I thought you were real, okay, cool. He doesn't want to talk about this. I thought he was being real. Even though he would have liked that. That's Chase Claypool, a little sneaky oh touchdown. That was a nice they play, but give it to Jerome. Tied Bass. the game at seven, but then things went very, very Do wrong. Do not play man coverage on A.J. Brown unless you can play man coverage on A.J. Brown. A beautiful throw from Jalen. What did you just say? Do not have bad eyes and play man coverage <laughs> on A.J. Brown unless you can play man coverage on A.J. Brown. Looks a like another 25 throw. I used to know. Okay, to be clear, that was not a replay. Those were two separate plays. Three touchdowns for A.J. Brown. Eagles up 21-7. Now things go from bad to worse. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, you can't turn the football over. I understand you're trying to make plays. This has been something that we've seen since you became the starter. Have to clean these things up. He has six fourth-quarter turnovers already after the fumble first and 10 at the 46. A.J. Brown almost gets his fourth touchdown. Just wide open in the middle of the field. It's called a little hammer out short, and then the wrap in behind him. He puts his foot in the ground. Down, tries to run away from the defense. But Green, this offense will hit you from all different angles. Now this is just a handoff to Miles Sanders. Pullers walk into the touchdown. 35-13 is the final. Uh, A.J. Brown goes for 156 and three touchdowns on the day. And that obviously is a huge part of the story, but it is what he has done. A.J. Yeah. Brown, you could make an argument. And, and I, I said this once about Randy Moss back in the day when Tom Brady had that magical season that he had, and they gave Brady MVP. You could consider giving A.J. Brown, if you believe Jalen Hurts has elevated to the level that I think everyone believes he does, you can't be more valuable than A.J. Brown because he has made the difference. He has put him over the top.
Yeah, no, he absolutely has. And, and look, going into the season, there were huge questions about Jalen Hurts. Is he our guy? Are they those questions now? No, but you what did me. the organization do? They went out and said, no, I'm going to give this guy a weapon, kind of like Buffalo when they traded for Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. We're going to give the same compensation for A.J. Brown, and let's see if he can make the same difference that Stephon did, yep. Diggs did with the Bills. Guess what? Yes, he, he has. Both teams are now elite because of the trades. They they are they're impossible to stop right now. You know, now. and I sit here and I need you to explain this to me, RC, as a defensive player, because I watch the NFL every. I see every team in the league running this RPO. Yeah. But most of them have quarterbacks who were not threats to do anything yes. with it if they keep it. How different is it when this guy's doing it? It almost makes it impossible to stop. And it's not just about what Jalen Hurts can do physically. It's the way that he processes yep. the RPO. It's about the decision-making. It's also about the fear and the pressure that his athleticism can put on you. Sure. When you're in the open field and you're trying to make a decision on whether we're going to contain Jalen Hurts or we're going to force him to pitch it or we're going to force him to, to give the ball, it's a difficult assignment for the defense. Rex knows this we have to know who has the dive then you have to know who's taking quarterback now who's taking the bubble there's so much that goes into game planning and the practices throughout the week are different from any other week that you practice in the NFL and I think that's Uh, what makes it so hard you know RC you're exactly right it's just like the old days of stopping option football because it's no different that Mm -hmm. little swing pass all it is the pitch pitch pass so it's all you got to do you have to defend it like you used to Option football. It's like playing Nebraska, the, Oklahoma yeah, back absolutely. in the day. Absolutely. You know here's the I, problem. The, those teams, their quarterbacks couldn't throw. Yeah. So you right. can tee off now. Right. Oh, God, this guy can throw. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a so major, good. major I, I problem. Two things okay, that, I will say this because yeah. Himbo gave me a great stat. They're averaging just under eight yards per RPO. How, play. Many, to- how many yards do you need for a first down? I think Dean. 10. All right. Even uh, with a new map. Not bad. <laughs> I, I think there's two things that are different about their zone reading RPO than anybody else in the league. Number one, their offensive line is violent as heck. Yeah. You know, like, we saw Kansas City become very dependent on the RPO, and I thought their offensive line got a little soft, candidly, right. last year. This offensive line tries to maul you. And the second thing is this. So everyone at home understands. You can't play them in zone because the RPO with the zone read stresses your eyes so much that you can't be right. I'm just telling with the decision maker, you can't be right. So then you'd naturally go to play man. You can't play them in man. A.J. Brown can, is you 300. Cover him. <laughs> he has 378 yards cover. receiving strictly against man coverage. That's second in the league behind Justin Jefferson. So, to your point, I don't think you can beat Philadelphia. The I candidly part, the, don't. The, the I think they have to beat themselves. Think about the first touchdown, though. That's a bad decision by Jalen Hurts <laughs> yeah. that A.J. Brown makes, makes him right, right on. Yeah. That's important. So, look, I mean, we've opened the hour by showing you the Bills. They traded for Stephon Diggs. They're the best team in the AFC. The Eagles, they traded for A.J. Brown. They're the best team in the NFC. The deadline is tomorrow. Hey, general managers, pay attention to the stuff that's working in the league right now. Meanwhile, Sunday superlatives. Dan, what was the most impressive thing you saw yesterday? Green, the number three quarterback in the NFL QBR-wise is Patrick Mahomes. He's going to the Hall of Fame. The number two is Josh Allen. He's having a Hall of Fame start to his career. Number one, Tua Tungavailoa. This team was down against the Detroit Lions, and all we saw him do was go crazy crazy. for the second time this year late in a football game. This dude's ability to play crazy fast and literally place the ball exactly where I wanted to is special. Tua is special, man. Playing great. RC, what was your favorite play of the day? I'm going to be honest. It was P.J. Walker to D.J. Moore. This This is an absolute 
dime from P.J. Walker. He's rolling to his left. He gets out of the pocket, hits D.J. Moore on the run, and then it became Damn. the worst play of the day. <laughs> he takes off his helmet, Slammed and he's it. probably going to get the kicker fired for making that man kick the ball from Athens, Georgia. It's the <laughs> only bad thing that's happened in Athens, Georgia the entire year was that missed kick because of D.J. Moore taking off his helmet. Go down. Rex, what was your biggest disappointment? Oh, my gosh, the Jets against the Patriots. We lose again. Look at this. We get a pick six. Hey, Mac Jones. Yeah, you're horrible, my friend. Not bad play right there. That's all we'd be talking about. Instead, we got this stupid, stupid thing. And, and now our quarterback plays stupid on this thing. Zachary. Interceptions. Zach Wilson, you're young, but come on. The best play, throw the thing away. But unfortunately, we lose again for the 13th time in a row to New England. In case you didn't see the game, let me very quickly explain to you what happened. The Ugh. Jets, right before halftime, had a pick six taken off the board because yep. of a roughing the passer on John Franklin Myers on that play. Was it a good call? No. I mean, it. yes, it yes, was. Yes, it's a good but, call. I mean, it's, five years ago, it's not called. But right now, it is a call, and Franklin Myers, you it need should, to learn from it. It shouldn't be called for stupidity. Right, like you yeah, can't like, do that ah. in that position. And also, you took points off the board. But speaking yeah. of stupidity, the rest of it turned into the Zach Wilson show. And I have been a supporter and a defender. But, Dan, yesterday was a – to call it a step backwards for Zach Wilson would be the understatement of the season. Yeah, everyone knows that I like Zach Wilson as well. If I was in Zach Wilson's quarterback room right now, this is what I would say to him. It's time to grow the fudge up, dude. Amen. It's time to grow up, dude. You're not in the Mountain West anymore, champ. Yeah. Okay? The, I, Gary Cooper. Kubiak called me over as a young quarterback one time and said, you got to understand, man, that when you have that ball in your mm -hmm. hands, you have everybody else's job in our building. Livelihoods, yeah. It's not just yours. Yep. It's everybody. There's a difference between carelessness and aggression. There's a difference between confidence and ego. Right now, you play with such ego, such carelessness, such recklessness with the football. And there's moments in that game where you sit there and go, that's what it looks like. There's that second round talent. But these decisions are unbelievably reckless. You don't have to do this anymore, Zach. You are a talented enough player, and there's 70 snaps a game. This means you have to grow up. Because right now, you're holding your football team and certainly your offense back. You ain't playing against the Mountain West anymore, dude. This is the NFL. And guess what? At some point, your organization's going to look at you, and I get that you're young, and I get that you're talented. And they're going to say, you ain't the guy. But then I have a question. When, when, when you are Zach Wilson and you're drafted that high, you have a game against the New England Patriots where you haven't won in such a long time, do you start to press and say, okay, this is the game that I can prove to everybody that I'm the dude? There's a great question, but that's why I said there's a difference between aggression and recklessness. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like Jameis Winston, we would sit there and go, Jameis, you don't need to do that. But you sit there and go, he's just being overly aggressive. Those are dumb interceptions, dude. Mm -hmm. he, every interception looks like this. Fading away, right. running back yeah. and just throwing the ball up. Right. Like that last interception, he throws into a group of four. Right. D like, tell him, it, come to the sideline and be like, yo, what did you see? Other than everybody else's other color Here's jersey. the thing he has to realize. Your team's better than the, the uh, New England Patriots. Yeah. Right. So act like it. Just go get rid of the football, take the incompletion, live to fight another down. Once he learns, like he has to learn from this. And once he does, like – I'm so encouraged by the Jets because the Jets are better than that Remember team. when we talked about this team, we said that the focus for their offense was to allow the play caller, Mike LaFleur, to be the star. When you have those 
Ignorant. I'm telling you, those are ignorant, egotistical turnovers. You sit there and go, why are you trying to be the superstar? I have to go to a okay. bottom of the hour. Yep. I'm not just cutting this off because I'm so <laughs> upset by it. I got the bottom of the hour to hit. As we continue, uh, we get back to Dallas here. Tony Pollard, big game, big debate in Big D. Should he be the man? We're talking about that and them as we continue. And the Eagles continue to be outstanding. Can anyone play with them? We'll answer all your questions as we get up on ESPN. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Back on Get Up, and let's go to Dallas. Cowboys and Bears yesterday. No Zeke Elliott, no problem because the Cowboys have Tony Pollard. Yeah, great job. Tight ends on the field. You get big bodies, bucking little bodies, and then there's a gashing hole for that offense. Tony Pollard, easy run. He could run it, and so could Dak, his first rushing touchdown of the year. I'm about to break this one down, Greeny. It's an awesome design by Kellen Moore, utilization of motion. So he could run it in, and he could throw it in. C.D. Lamb. About to break this one down also, Greeny. Again, you see the motion, you see understanding how defenses want to play certain things. Beautiful throw by Dak. 14-0 Cowboys. Second quarter, it's 14-7. Look at Pollard's elusiveness. Yeah, Greeny, that's what the thing that I think he does really well and better than Zeke Elliott is having vision at the second level. Two beautiful cuts. Zeke loves what he sees. 21-7. How about them Cowboys late in the half? It's 28-7. Justin Fields is going to get picked off here by Trayvon Diggs, but hold everything. There's always a flag. Hey, Rex Ryan, is this a good call? for roughing the quarterback. Horrible call, Grady. That's Rex's opinion, and <laughs> candidly, it's everyone's opinion. Just take a look at this. That's what they call uh, roughing the quarterback. Now, one way or another, it leads to this. Fields, Nikhil Harry. Bears are in the game. Yeah, Nikhil Harry, big body. I love the throw by Justin Fields versus man coverage. He really pins it on the chest of Harry, allows for that big body catch. For the third quarter we go, the Bears are just down 28-17, and here comes Khalil Herbert, and they're within a score. Greeny mine, the son Hunter was happy because he's got him on fantasy. Outside zone to the left, cut back to the right, touchdown. 12-yard touchdown. They go for the two, don't get it, so it's 28-23. Now, here comes Dak trying to work their way back into it. 
He's looking downfield. There's C.D. Lamb. That's a first down, and that's going to set up this. Tony Pollard again. The vision, right? This is a nice little cut right there. Bang, put the left foot in the ground. He's strong enough to get from the two-yard line into the end zone. Then here comes the play you'll be talking about. Micah Parsons runs 92 yards on this play. Yeah, me personally, this is my favorite aspect of Micah Parsons as a player, his effort. He's incredibly talented. He comes from out of the screen into the, into the screen, not only gets to the ball, but then scoops it and has the athleticism, the awareness, the ability, however many adjectives we want to use to score. But that's strictly because of his effort to constantly run to the football. That puts the game away. It, it Justin Fields, in the meantime, just jumps over him. If he just touches him, the play Yeah, well, quarterbacks there. don't practice tackling, okay, Greeny Coast? I understand. Yeah. Uh, Fields continues to improve, and we'll talk about that, but here comes Pollard, and he's gone. That, that's the noise that comes. I mean, it's just juice. It's just he's got a different level of juice when the ball is in his hands. So this is an interesting game in a variety of ways. Cowboys pull away, and they wind up winning big. We will talk more about their offense. We will talk more about Justin Fields as we continue. But let's start with what you saw from Dak and the offense yesterday and what it means. Greeny, Kellen Moore, their play caller, was the best play caller and play designer in the NFL. Third down yesterday, they had 172 yards of offense. I want to show everyone how. Okay, so first of all, it's going to start with motion. Now, when CeeDee Lamb goes in motion there, the defense is going to do what we call rock and roll. That safety who starts in the middle field is going to try to chase left and get outside of CD, and then this guy's going to replace. So everybody at home, really pay attention to that motion because it's going to come into play the next play. What I've done with that is I've taken two defenders from that side of the field and taken them completely out of the play. The next step is this. It's going to be a zone read lead. So they're going to pull this backside tight end, and he's going to have the ability to go block that corner, and Michael Gallup is going to step down and block that linebacker. It's a scissor or cross block. Beautiful job. This is a zone read by the offense. Now Dak Prescott is reading that. End man on the line of scrimmage. If that end man on the line of scrimmage stays outside, well, he's going to give it to Tony Pollard. If that end man on the line of scrimmage collapses, he becomes the runner with lead blockers. Look at this. A beautiful job of those lead blockers. Beautiful job out front. Dak Prescott goes un untouched into the end zone. But I told everybody at home to pay attention to the motion because it shows up again. And here we go. CeeDee Lamb going in motion again. Now we're going to get that same rock and roll. This defender is going to kick back, and this defender, who is a safety, that's the big part of this. That is Jaquan Brisker. Going to be a really good player in the league. He is a safety that is going to outside coverage against CeeDee Lamb. This is what I love about it, though. Look at what happens at the snap. Jaquan Brisker is still drifting on that motion outside as CeeDee Lamb is now going to run his route just off the hip of Michael Gallup on a post. Everyone look at the amount of space I have as a quarterback. Dak Prescott's going to catch the snap. He's going to peek that safety in the middle of the field. I'm going to have so much area to go throw, but it's all because of this leverage. Look at that. He's three or four yards outside of CeeDee Lamb, one of the better route runners we have in the league. That's a safety because that previous play that Dak Prescott had the zone read, they saw the rock and roll coverage. This time they say, well, we want to take advantage of it in the pass game. One, two, three. This is an easy Wide open touchdown because of the usage of motion by that offense. A beautiful timing throw from Dak Prescott. Kellen Moore was so creative on those third downs, and then he paid attention yep. and said, well, if you're going to do that defensively, we're going to take advantage of it. you got CeeDee Lamb on a safety for an easy touchdown. Here come them Cowboys. In the meantime, they did it with Tony Pollard, 131 yards and three touchdowns. Here's what Jerry Jones had to say after the game about Zeke. There's no argument. Uh, Zeke's ability to punish, Zeke's ability to deliver it, Zeke's ability to uh, what he does for us in pass protection, and frankly, Zeke's ability to make big plays. 
uh, are there, and uh, uh, we're going to go as it goes. I really mean he's that integral to our success this year. Is there any way in the world that's right, that the Cowboys are going to go as Zeke leads them? <laughs> no, it's not there's right. no way that's right. It's not right. It's not right. It doesn't mean he doesn't have a role, but oh, he, yeah. he's I, I, listen, not going where he and, takes. And I said this in the first hour. I feel like Jerry's actually making sense. There's a lot of times I hear him talking, and I'm like, Jerry, that don't make no sense. Jerry. But when you listen to what he said early on in the year about Dak and Cooper Rush, he should be saying that and even more about what Tony Pollard has done for this team. There's no way you watch the film of the Dallas Cowboys and you don't say that when 20 – has the football in his hands. That's the most explosive this offense looks ever. And when you think about the game yesterday, Dak was able to be so proficient or so efficient in the pass, in the play-action pass game because of what Tony Pollard was able to create in big plays by running the football. So the beauty of it, Rex, and obvious, I mean, this it's stating the ridiculously obvious. A running back controversy is not a controversy because you can just let them both do what they do well and they can both play. A quarterback controversy is different because right. only one of them can play. But what you saw from the Cowboys yesterday and from that play caller Dan was just talking about, you call him Boy Wonder. Boy Colin Wonder. Moore. Is that Super Bowl stuff you are seeing right now from the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, man, I tell you. I mean, it is. Offensively, sure. How about defense? And, and that guy, by the way, the guy looks like Gail Sayers to me, that, that Pollard. Mm. Tony I'd Pollard. go ahead and play him. Okay. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but defensively, look, when they get a lead, absolutely Super Bowl caliber defense. But what if you don't have the lead and you got to stop the run? Yeah. They give up 250 yards rushing to Chicago. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's their Achilles heel. Who are they going to have to beat to be championship caliber teams? They got to beat, they got to beat Philadelphia. Yep. I don't see that happening. How about now San Francisco yep. now has Christian McCaffrey? Like, I don't know. I think if, if a team can can, you know, run the football, stay ahead of the sticks, all of a sudden you can't use the best defensive player in the, uh, in the, in the league, Micah Parsons, to, to his capability. So, to me, that's my only concern yeah. about Dallas. Go on, ahead, on yeah, no, I'm saying, and I think that's what teams are doing, though, because I was about to, I know you were coming, Dan. You look at the way Nick Bosa has been played with some of the jet sweeps, and now we yeah. watch Michael Parsons in two weeks against the Philadelphia Eagles and also the Chicago Bears, where the zone read was more so about not having to block number 11 and being able to run yeah. the football against the Dallas Cowboys. And so that's something they're going to have to put a stop to at some point. And now on the back end, you're starting to get injuries as well. And there's the saying in football, you got to earn your your right to rush the passer. You guys are right, like yeah. defensive guys. What I'm doing offensively versus the Cowboys is not giving them that right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's – and that's and, and everyone says, well, the Cowboys need to trade for a wide receiver. I disagree. I know they just traded for Hankins, the defensive tackle. I think they need to trade for a guy in the middle of their defense that can play a little bit more physical at the linebacker spot to allow Micah Parsons – to be on the edge as a pass rusher. We'll see if they make any moves between now and tomorrow. In the meantime, the team they played yesterday is the number one rushing team in the National Football League. And don't look now, but the last two weeks, Justin Fields has played much better. I've got the numbers in front of me. His completion percentage is way up. His yards passing. He's three touchdowns and one pick. He's running it for 71 yards a game and two touchdowns. Dan, are we starting to see a bit of an emergence from Justin Fields in Chicago? Absolutely. And you got to be so encouraged by it because it's not a good situation for yes. him back to be in. And yep. we, like, here's the thing for Chicago, right? If you were being realistic – and you said, what, what's the number one thing we need to get accomplished this year for 2023? Can Justin Fields play at all? Like, can we have any hope <laughs> right, for him? Right. That's really because it's such a yeah. bad situation. 
The answer is because the last two weeks, unequivocally, yes, this is a great stat right now. Yeah. Oh, with the, the first round, unequivocally, yes, Justin yeah. Fields. You've got to be so encouraged by it. Is, is he the best? If we go back to last year's draft, and you got Trevor Lawrence, one, it's been up and down. He had the Urban Meyer was a mess. He's got Zach Wilson, we talked about him earlier. He just throws it to the wrong team. Trey Lance has barely been able to play. Mac Jones, really good year. This yeah. year, not as much. You could throw Davis Mills in if you want as well, was in that draft. Is I, Justin I, Fields the best? Yes, I, I think Justin Fields will be the best, but I thought that Justin Fields should have been picked after Trevor Lawrence. You, you I said understood. that earlier. I, I, I understood who Trevor Lawrence was, but I thought when we were looking simply at the talent that these players possessed, I thought Justin Fields had the highest ceiling because of the arm, because of the talent with the legs, the athleticism, the explosion. And what we've seen the last two weeks is we've seen Getsy, the offensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears, start to allow him to run the football, yeah. putting him in called quarterback runs, mm -hmm. which when you have an athletic quarterback, gets them in the flow of the game. Yeah. And we've seen Justin Fields play better, but there were times me and Rex sitting in this room yesterday where we were like, the receiver has to catch that ball. The receiver has to help Justin Fields out. This guy stands in the fire and delivers. Yeah, he does. And, and look, he, he is absolutely accelerating. I mean, there's no question about it. He's going to be a really good quarterback. But if I'm drafting again, I'm still taking Trevor still Lawrence. Lawrence. I'm still going to no. take him, even though he made Draft the wise, stupidest yeah. play I've, I've seen in a long time yeah, on first and goal from the one. He throws a pick to lose the game. But he's got to grow. This is a guy that would have been drafted, Greeny, with the first pick after his freshman year, yeah. Yeah, sophomore real. and junior year. Like, I'm sorry. So I'm going to be a little more patient there. And by the way, we're killing Zach Wilson. He did throw for 355 yards against New England, so let's not just kill him too bad no, and bury him. I, look, I, I, I'm with you, but he also lost them the game. He also lost them the game. Of that, there is no debate. Uh, debate. But tomorrow, we have the exclusive reveal of the first college football playoff top 25 rankings of this season. Should be fascinating. Don't miss it. 7 Eastern on ESPN and the ESPN app. You think UConn's going to be in it? I, I think it's unlikely. Coming up, Christian McCaffrey's touchdown trifecta are the Niners now the biggest threat to the Eagles in the NFC we'll discuss as we roll on but first sneaky hembo for Rex Rex has been hot of late here's the question <laughs> who is the last player to rush for a thousand yards in a season for the 49ers that's the question the answer is upcoming you're watching get up on ESPN Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
It is the moment we all wait for every Monday. Sneaky Hembo and Rex. Who's the last player to rush for a thousand yards in a season for the 49ers? I mean, Greeny, this the pressure is like ridiculous. It is. Because I mean, when you're perfect, like like Himbo, like I'm seven and zero against you, my friend, and and I'm like, but the pressure is like mounting. I'll be honest, I'm losing sleep over it. <laughs> but on this junior high question, are you kidding me, dude? Frank Gore, it ain't even close. Go ahead. It's is right. it Frank Gore? Yeah. Right. Yo, Frank yes. Yes. God, it's it is too easy. Himbo. Are you kidding me? It is too no, easy. Himbo, junior high question. Oh my God. Hey, junior high. I got himbo? a little something for you, Himbo. Wow. I got it. Hey. Out there. I admit it. I thought that one was easy too. I can't yeah, believe absolutely. he really was London yesterday. The reason, the reason the question makes sense is because now they have Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> and even in half a season, he might get there. Guys, let's look at what McCaffrey did yesterday. Niners and Rams, second quarter. McCaffrey does absolutely everything, Danny, including throw it. Yeah, Green, we talked about this oh. a little bit last week on NFL Live from RC saying you got to use him in other ways than just a tailback. They kick it out to him the lateral touchdown pass for him. It's a 34 yard score to Ayuk now on the other side. That 49er defense can get after the quarterback. Yeah, but not when he's throwing dimes to Cooper Cup. Beautiful touchdown pass. That connection was really going early on in that football game. Good point. 14-7. The Rams in front, but then Jimmy Garoppolo, Christian McCaffrey. He threw one. Now he catches one. I mean, you talk about the feel for McCaffrey. Yeah. Just on the swing wow. pass. Yep. Realizes Jimmy G moves and like, oh my goodness, I'll go to that soft spot in the end zone. Niners in front. And this is what I meant when I said Stafford would take a beating on this day. Greeny, when this defensive line is healthy, there is no yes. defensive line in the league. You're like, hey man, I'm going to play against them. Yep. In the meantime, for McCaffrey, can he figure out the try he threw one, he caught one, and now he's going to take one on the ground. Because he's been in Carolina, who struggled, we forgot in many ways how good it is. So good. Down low in that cut, and then the physicality at the goal line, he can do it all. He, he's the first player since LaDainian Tomlinson in 2005 with a passing, receiving, and rushing touchdown in the same game. By the way, LT did that against my brother. <laughs> that is a shame. 2005 was when that happened. And you know what? Someone in my house yesterday commented, McCann he just looks right in that uniform. Oh. Like, it yeah, just is it a fits. good fit, and he's got like the mad scientist in Anybody Kyle Shanahan in <laughs> creating ways to use him. Does There's the question on the screen. Does Christian McCaffrey's presence make San Francisco the biggest threat to the unbeaten Eagles? I absolutely believe that. I, I, I know they're 4-4, four and four, but I don't care. Absolutely, they got the number one defense in, in the NFC, and now you're going to be able to run the football, pound the football with this group. And you're right, they're so creative with the things he can do. By the way, Anthony Lynn, my good friend and one of the smartest guys I know, he said, hey, uh, Rex, uh, this guy's been here a week. I'm now the second smartest guy in the world. <laughs> he goes, this dude is a freak. He is so smart. It's a joke. And they play yesterday without Debo Samuel. So when they've got Samuel yes. on the field and McCaffrey on the field, you just have no idea what might be coming. Well, Dan and I talked about it last week. And when I was asked about Christian McCaffrey, I said it only works if you don't use him as you use a traditional running back. Correct. And we finally got to see that yesterday with his first week of full practice with the San Francisco 49ers. This is a guy that can move all over much 
looks like Debo Samuel can. And now you can also focus on having different pass concepts with Debo Samuels, Brandon Ayuk, and also George Kittle. That involved Christian McCaffrey. I think the play that says the most about what he brings to this team was the touchdown pass. When things start moving, they become shiny. So you move him, you motion him, motion him. All eyes are going to go to Christian McCaffrey. And when that balls out, all you can think defensively is let's go hunt him and get him on the ground. Brandon Ayuk is wide open for a touchdown. That's the type of attention yeah. he will attract in the ways that Kyle Shanahan can use him throughout the offseason. Someone should say out loud, so I will. Jimmy Garoppolo played great yesterday, by yes. the way. And I know you know, he's. we like to debate just how good he is or isn't. And, and that's a, a perfectly fair conversation to frequently have. Yesterday, he was outstanding. Yeah. If he plays like that, they're great. But you see the question on the screen. Let's put the picks up there. Who is the Eagles are unbeaten? They deserve right now to be the number one team. All of you like San Francisco, Danny, as the biggest threat. <laughs> you're hey, man, you're the most transparent human I've ever hung around. I why love you, man. Why do you, why do you say that? Greedy. Everybody knew this answer. Yeah. Everyone, not what you believe. Of course, it is what I believe. It, why, that, my, they have Micah Parsons. They, they have do. Matt Prescott. I think that with you have right. those two guys, they will have the best defensive player on the field, and they will have the best quarterback on the field if these two teams play each other in the playoffs. So, they were 13 seconds away from beating them last my year. My answer is and has been San Francisco. Um, number one, conveniently, with San Francisco and Philadelphia, I think it's the two easiest places in the league probably for those guys to play quarterback because of all the pieces that they have. Now, Jalen's doing it at a very high level. Jimmy, you played well yesterday. The really interesting part for me with San Francisco is this. With McCaffrey, Debo, and Kittle, I'm going to make up a word, it's probably the most untackleable trio in the no, history of the NFL. That's a real word. I mean, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is such yeah. a difficult trio of guys that are going to be, have to be tackled on a consistent basis. You get 70 snaps, they should touch 55 of them. By the way, I'm getting a quick call here from Minnesota saying, hey, oh, anyone yeah. paying any attention to us whatsoever? <laughs> the Vikings, by the way, have only one, one loss. Yeah. Meanwhile, let's run the hurry up here through a few other questions. Danny, you were there in London yesterday. What did you see from Russell Wilson across the pond? Must win games for Denver yesterday. And they have a Super Bowl caliber defense and their offense was the worst in the league that has a talented unit on the outside. I saw vintage Russell Wilson in that second half. Finally go on a 98-yard drive and something clicked. He moved around. He escaped. He was deliberate with the football. He was convicted. There's been a lot of things said about this dude over the past couple weeks. All I know is this. He is unapologetically himself, and he found a way to win a must-win game. Rex, how would you? ran the ball, too. Rex, speaking of running the ball, how would you yeah. like to have had this guy? How about guy? this guy? Over 200 yards rushing. How is this not? Nobody's even talking about it. Why? Because we've seen him do it six other times. Like, in the <laughs> most right. in the history of the NFL. Right. Like, this guy is an absolute horse. You got a rookie quarterback that looked like like he was an absolute rookie making Max, his first five start. And yeah, and, and they're five and Why? two. Why? Because we're riding this guy right here. This dude gives you a chance to beat anybody in the league. Why? The Raiders were supposed to ride Devontae Adams. He had three yards yesterday, RC. Listen, it's, it's getting sad. When you I think he's only targeted five times in the, the combination that you thought or the chemistry you thought he'd have with Derek Carr and the things you thought Josh McDaniels could do with this offense, they're not doing. They're not moving him around enough. They're not putting him to me in enough creative spots to use his route running. And yesterday was a time where you're not playing against the A team for the New Orleans Saints on the back end, and Devontae Adams didn't get a chance they to They were 31st in the league yeah. in defense going in. Adams was sick a lot during the week, but even so, the Raiders got shut out yesterday. It was an embarrassing performance. We have much more to do as we continue. First take is coming up next with trading for a receiver help save the Packers season and are the Cowboys just as dangerous to the Eagles. First take, top of the hour right here. 
on ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Got a good one on Monday Night Football tonight. Joe Burrow and the Bengals, Nick Chubb and the Browns. Halloween night matchup, 8 Eastern on ESPN and ESPN Deportes. Peyton and Eli will once again be on ESPN2. And so the question is, who does everyone think is going to win? And we see the uh, question up there on the screen. Everyone seems to like the Cincinnati Bengals tonight. Oh, I'm seeing double? I don't know. I mean, oh. two greenies. A very happy Halloween to one and all. <laughs> this is Laura Valentine-Sylvan, who does our makeup every day for five years on Get Up. She is greedy today, and frankly, she's way better at it yeah, than I am. Way way better. Better. Uh, look at her socks. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, throw the socks up on the table. She's got the jet socks. Uh, so she is unquestionably deserving. Uh, and Do you she, want the Cowboys to win tonight? Do you want the Cowboys to win tonight? Yes, you yeah, do. Well done, Laura. Thank you. Because she's going to talk about the sports. Okay. <laughs> okay. Stay with it. Dan's going to tell a joke to finish up the show. Tonight. All right. Go ahead, so Dan. this could get me fired, but, you know, I'm hoping that since I just came back from London for the show, I don't. Um, all right. So why can't the boy ghosts have babies? Um, why can't? Your parts are invisible. What? what? Because he has a Halloweenie. <laughs> I love it. That was excellent. That was... I can oh, say this. Oh my goodness. I'm really weak. Oh, oh my goodness. One of the greenies found that funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. A very happy Halloween from all of us to all of you. Uh, we will see you back in Better Than Ever tomorrow. First take starts now. A Halloweenie. That is very funny. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.